Cut me off a pizza okay, that when I bring your, oh, we live. bring your pizza. Is this going to go live with us? Yeah, I think we already live. It says we live. Just two minutes and oh, 44 we live? seconds. Yeah, we was live we two are. minutes ago. We up here playing around. Give me just like give me like a little sliver when I come to deliver them. Just a piece. Green apple, please. Oh. <laughs> Damn, we sure live live. Why y'all didn't say nothing? We thought you knew. Say what? Look, you the one in control of this, Q. Not us. It's not showing up on Facebook yet. All right. All right. So it's going to pop up in just a second. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Q. Welcome to Gas Entertainment. Uh, it's our MTG Live on site. Hey, listen, if you want to join the conversation, go ahead and make sure you drop us some comments in our con or in box and stuff like that. What's up, YouTube? We are live on Facebook and YouTube. Do us a favor and share this broadcast, like this broadcast, all that good kind of stuff. And we want to make sure that we get to everybody as best we can and all that good stuff. Okay, so I got my crew with me, everybody. And uh, I was the one. Everybody beat me. So um, I'm taking responsibility for our tardiness. So, Miss um, Moswag, good evening. How are you doing today? Fun. How y'all doing? That's good. Without a work, Mo. And Miss Shimmy is with me on today. Miss Shimmy, you not speaking? Hi. Shimmy, you not? I and Red and my boy Hendrix is with me today. My boy Hendrix is on with us. All right, so again, join the conversation. Make sure you guys leave us some comments. Um, and that's also, uh, go ahead and, not, uh, and place in the comment section or inbox us at info at mashthegas.com. So um, real quick, let's go ahead and get started. We know that we are just a little bit late and we got a face day for you guys, but hopefully we'll make it as entertaining as possible. And we're not gonna be before you very loving very long. So I today I just I'm gonna start the show by asking my crew, how are y'all doing? I know it's been an emotional last couple of weeks. Y'all doing okay? I'm here. That's all I can say. I'm surviving. Um yeah, it's 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 not it's not good right now. I'm better than I was earlier this week, but, you know. Okay. Mo, how you doing? I'm doing great. You doing good, Mo? Very well. Can you hear me? How's your flat tire? You got all that taken care of and you made it home and everything is okay. It was it was it was hot out there today on on one seventy five. Had a blowout. Oh, it was hot on purpose. 
Yeah, it was hot today. For real. It was definitely hot. And it's Shimmy, how you what you got going, okay? I'm fine. Dealing with normal bullshit as always. But we'll talk about that later. Well normal B S S R yeah well me personally um it's it's uh, been an okay week for me and um let's just leave it like that i'm just leave it like that i got my faith this morning and life is better at this moment and we're gonna keep it pushing at that point so let's let's go ahead and our station started uh, on today, Miss Jimmy sent me um, somewhat kind of a disorder of uh, what we're going to be doing and what we're going to be talking about and on Facebook uh, to let everybody know definitely um, what we're going to be uh, talking about. So um, um, let me see. I'm trying to figure out what I want to where I want to go first uh, because it's been really, really intense. And so I'm not really particularly sure. And y'all do me a favor. Um, y'all mute y'all phone. Uh, I, I'm seeing somebody on Facebook says that it's choppy. So let's mute our phones. And then when we need to speak, then we unmute. And then I'll mute when I'm not talking. Perfect. That'll work. So I'm going to um, go ahead, like I said, and get started real quick. We'll start with, um, shit, what do I want to start? I mean, it's just, it's really, really kind of hard. So I guess let's go ahead and let's talk about um the lady in the um the park uh the one that was that amy cooper the woman that called the police uh on um a black man that asked her to leash her dog um some small details in regards to the different that you heard about miss amy cooper uh she has or the video has been um nicknamed the karen video if you haven't seen this video um we'll definitely try to put it up for you to see but what's going on is that um, um, he took the police in an actual park that was in New York City uh, that specifically asked that uh, animals be leashed because of the wildlife in the parks. Um, of course, he asked her to do that. She got, you know, a little bit irritated because he was telling her to do the right thing. She picks up the phone. She calls the police and she tells the police that she's going to uh, well, no, she lies to him while he's recording her, and he says uh, um, that uh, you can record and do whatever you want to do. She says that she's going to tell police that an African-American man is harassing her and her dog. And at the same time, um, while she's doing this and behaving erratically, she almost kills her dog in the process. And then um, once everything boils over, she ends up losing her job and her dog, and she's been receiving all kind of death threats, and I'm hearing that it's possible that she may have left the county. So I'm not really sure that she's gone, but let's let's talk about that. So, um, Mo, why did she do that? But where is Mo? Why is you on black? You said what? Why should we do that? Why should we? Why should we care about her? I said, why should she do that? Yeah, why, why should we care about her? Because, because she's done it before, and Franklin Templeton, her employer, now has to go through all of their records 
complete their due diligence mm. because because they have fiduciary responsibility. Because if she lied on something simple like that, what else did she lie about to obtain um, a bigger bonus or to get rid of some, certain coworkers or things of that nature? So now they got to go through. Can you imagine when that when that popped off on Monday the holiday? How many people had to come in and go through all of her records? IT department, legal department, HR had to come through because they fight. Well, they let everyone know the next day on Tuesday that she had been let go. So that Monday on that holiday, everyone had to come in there. Baby, they was hotter than fish grease. I know they were. So she she just, by doing that, she showed her true character or her lack of a moral compass. And it's, it's, it's over for her. Everywhere she's worked, it's over for her. Because they got to go through her records because she is, you know, when, when you're, she was a vice president. So now they got to go through everything. And plus they have a morality clause. So I'm just trying to figure out which which accounts she she didn't do right. She didn't cross the T's and then dot the I's. Oh, she a trick. But you know what? She comes from money, so she don't really care. You see how ugly she looks? Yep. <laughs> she comes but from my, why do why do people feel like that they can kid you know know what I'm saying you know do the police against us and weaponize law enforcement i mean is it because you know we've been getting slaughtered by them anyway that they feel like the police belong to them they been doing it here's the thing q that, that you is what they here's do. the thing is what they ask emmett till the lady who lied yeah. on emmett till in january said well i lied but i suffered too emmett is dead emmett been dead for over 50 years and she's still talking about well i suffered too. Bitch, no, you didn't. You still breathe it. It's something they do. It's it's taught to them. If you um are caught with a black boy, say it was rape. If you caught with another boy, say it was a black boy, say it was rape. If if your child come out wow. dog, say it was rape. It's just something they've, this... been, they've been taught. Go ahead, Reggie. Excuse me. This is the thing. This is the thing you have to understand about these situations is that the in the world that we live in, especially the country that we live in, while white women are not given equal rights and they're seen as less than, they're still more valuable than a black person, period. And as any time a black person threatens a white woman especially every you know all bets are off and that's that's just the reality of the country that we live in um because she knew and she felt comfortable enough to call and make a false claim because she knew that at the end of the day it didn't matter what he said if he hadn't have videotaped it the cops would have took her word and that would have been the end of the story I mean, it, it point blank period. It would have been the end of it, and it would have been her word. And what people need to understand is racism is not dead. It's just getting filmed now. Period. 
Racism is getting filmed and it's getting captured and it's getting put in everybody's face. And where people, you know, we elected a black president, they go, oh, there's no more racism. No bullshit. Racism is just alive and well as it was 60 years ago, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, 400 years ago. The only difference is it's evolved. It's not as blatant out in your face anymore. However, you still have those moments where it comes out, and it's the underlying fabric of this country, point blank, period. Y'all, can I take it a step further, though? Okay, y'all remember the conversation that we were having when we were back in the studio. Um, I, what, what situation was that? That was when, oh, yeah, when um, Jane Botham, um, um, his brother, Y'all remember his brother on the court stand gave uh, Amber a hug after she was convicted. Y'all remember that, right? She gave him a hug after she was convicted. And um, uh, he said that, look, the only way that we can really survive is if we forgive, if we seek peace kind of deal. Um, do you think at this moment, honestly, because, because the guy, um, said that the woman didn't deserve to be fired, her death threats, all this stuff that she's receiving. Why are we still constantly forgiving behavior like that? Now, I know we'll, we'll get to Minneapolis in a minute, but, but even the subtlety of, of the racism that we, could, that we know that we run across damn near on a daily basis, y'all. I know I do. When you walk in certain establishments, I hear what I say at. And they're looking like, oh, well, what you doing up in here? You know, I keep on walking, but eyes is on you. You know, do we keep forgiving that behavior? And how how many times should we forgive? Look, I must say this from a black male perspective. Um, You give what you get. What's good for the goose is good for the gambler. But just remember, it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. Or gun. Got a point. Got a point. Got a point. So um, I, I just, you know, this is a this is a tense this is a tense week for for all people of color you know to me if you are having any kind of melanin in your skin or if you are um some other particular race or whatever the case is that is not caucasian per se uh because not all Caucasian. that i have some good white friends really good white friends um and i do know you know speaking to a couple of them personally um is disgusted by what's going on you know and to me you know and i've said this before publicly and i said again you know in order for us to fight racism we're gonna need some help you know unfortunately um the way that this country has been systematically arranged and set up and and lives built on and all that kind of stuff we need folks to help us 
and you know I'm, I'm gonna always say that because that's what i really really do believe is if many people come together against the enemy then we could at least sit, put a dent in it you know i think i heard on somewhere on the ricky smiley show i believe this morning that isn't it illegal even mention um nazi terrorism in germany why can't we have that here why can't we not make racism illegal why can't we do that why won't we do that i just i just have that that mindset you know and and i just i'm hoping that we get to that place now i know shimmy you had some issues this week um i i called it am i black enough that's what i called it am i black enough so shimmy um let's talk a little bit about what you what you dealt with this week and and for everybody that's you know that's involved you know where case is got in the comments if you're watching the show or anything like that you can go ahead and add your comments we'll definitely do our, our, our best to get to your your comments so miss shimmy i want you to go ahead and tell us tell us what happened to you this week just just give us a little bit so we can we can talk through it and we can kind of we can kind of help you through it because this shit was bothering you. So let us know what's up. Huh. Okay. So um, I don't know if everyone followed me on that's watching the show, but this week I have been dealing with not being black enough or told I am not black enough to comment on the current situation going on in the Floyd case because I don't believe an entire race is bad and I don't, you know, whether it be white, Hispanic, whatever. Now, me personally, a person that has lived all over the country, has lived in many different economic neighborhoods, you know, me personally, I am upset. I have every right to be because I'm black, you know, and I keep seeing innocent black people die. However, I'm not going to continue to point the blame at the people who are on my side or on our side, you know, and aren't committing these crimes. Those people are standing up as well. And just because they didn't comment on my page, you say that I am pandering to the white man. I'm pandering to my white friends. Well, as I recall, the white friends that I do have, I've known them since I was five years old. And they were my friend and took me in and accepted me before you ever did. So it's not that I'm catering to the white man, but if I'm a loyal friend to someone who is loyal to me and has never been racist to anyone because my growing up, we didn't see color. Our teachers, our teachers, white teachers and black teachers taught us not to see color. And that's what we grew up with. Race, um, I'm not even gonna say racism is a taught behavior to me. If you live in a house with a racist person and all they're doing is hating black people and hating Hispanics, that's what that child is gonna grow up to, to be if they don't get their own mode of thinking. That's just my opinion. So, of course, when you make a post, it's your opinion. If you aren't saying this is a fact, you know, a fact. It's your opinion and how you feel. 
you know so if i make a post and i'm saying how i feel that's my own thinking but we're going back and forth back and forth back and forth on a conversation and finally you get upset and you tell me well you have no reason to comment on this or we can't have a con i can't have a conversation with you because you don't have a black son and you don't wear your natural hair you wear weave and braids how does that make me any less black when you know as a person i have suffered three miscarriages one a stillborn black son so even though i haven't gone through the situation it doesn't make me any less black and it doesn't stop me from being able to comment and feel a certain type of way about a black man getting killed i'm not going to go out and hate a whole group of white people that love me for who i am and aren't racist and have spoke up against racism you're not gonna make me turn on them i don't care how you how you say it. i'm just just as upset as you who has a black son that hasn't been killed by a racist cop we both can have the same feeling why does this, that strip me of being black this is this is where i think as a black community we have to get over two things number one there is not a silver bullet one way to fix this entire problem issue being attacked from and everybody has to play their role so just like on the show you know with our group everybody has their own role that they play but we do that as a team to get to the same place that's what it's going to have to take for a black community and we have to stop pointing fingers and stop telling people that you're not black enough when really you have to have just like our shades you have to have a multitude of variation to excel point blank period you can't have all just doctors all just lawyers or all just janitors you have to have a combination of everything because that combination gives you a wide array of perspective in how to deal with things is everybody gonna always get exactly what they want no but we got to stop fighting against each other thinking that hey there's one right way to fix this there is not one right way there is no magic silver bullet one thing that we can all do to fix this shit. there are a multitude i have friends that are really good friends that are white hispanic asian they're just as hurt by this shit that has happened as black people are however they've also understood one thing socially and out publicly putting something out there right now is not the best time but what i do give my friends credit for is picking up the phone calling and texting say hey dude i'm just checking on you how you holding up that's what a real friend does that doesn't matter what your color of skin is that is what true togetherness looks like because i don't give a shit what color you are I don't what I care about is the fact that if you understand what I'm going through and even if you don't understand what I'm 
going through, even if you're trying to be empathetic of what I'm going through and asking questions and trying to understand, I'm going to give you benefit of the doubt because I was angry earlier this week. Very, very angry. I'm still angry now. I've calmed down, but I had to put it in my head and really think about this. We got to stop thinking this. There's one right way to fix it. I'm sorry. Just like there are bad cops out there. If you have a hundred cops and 10 of them are bad and the 90 don't speak up about the 10 that are bad, you got a hundred bad cops. So as a black community, what we have to do is those few bad apples, call them out, point them out. When you out protesting, Somebody doing something stupid, stop them. It's that easy. Stop them because they're going to actually listen to you. You're going to have some people that that don't listen. And I'm sorry to say, I hate to use the term right now, but you're going to have niggas. Period. And that has nothing to do with your skin color at all. Now, absolutely. Shimmy, you on mute, sweet. Oh, you you got to unmute. <laughs> I know. You, you got to okay, unmute. I, got it. I thought I had pushed it. My bad. That's my bad. <laughs> but I was also. Mo needs to mute her mic. That That's what well. needs to happen. I wait till she meets. So, Shannon, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. And put up when you were having this conversation, <laughs> when you were having this conversation on um, this week about you not being black enough, and that was you said something about uh, the person was telling you that you're not black enough because you're not natural. Well, because you have you wear weave sometimes or wig sometimes. And you know, you don't personify what a black woman should look like, or should should I guess you as the, as the world should perceive uh, how black women should should look and how they should be. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I'm just gonna say this. I'm gonna let you comment on this, but I I know, and I'm just gonna say this: an array of black, beautiful black women albino women freckled face black women i know black women brown hair red hair uh uh black hair salt and pepper hair you chocolate you're brown you're light green eyes gray eyes brown eyes we come in all shades we come in an array of 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 pieces on the rainbow so how would somebody or why would somebody say that you're not black enough when we're same damn fight? We're going through the same struggle. We're going through the same thing. We, I mean, I'm like, I'm like Reggie, man. When I saw this, I and I'm still, I'm, I'm so pissed off at this shit. When are we gonna sign at the hands of inconsiderate people? That that shit bothers me, and I'm still pissed off about this you know i had tears the way that you know 
this man just kneeled his goddamn knee in this man's neck. And we weren't around here talking about, well, Simon, you ain't black enough because you don't do this and you don't do that. Okay, so how black I got to be to be persecuted by my own folk? Okay, so <laughs> I'm telling you this thing is tripping. But that is a very good question, Q. And I asked that question to myself as well. Because my thing is, if I'm not black enough, what am I? What makes you so black? Just because you grew up on the south side of Fort Worth? See, you living outside of your Shimmy, whole life? Shimmy, can I ask you something? Don't get mad at me because uh -uh, I brought uh -uh, my no, horizon. No, no, no. She answering the question. She answering the question, Mo. You coming in late. You nope. wait. Mute your phone. So, Mute. My thing, is, my thing is this. And it came up, the word ignorant came up. And the definition of ignorant is lack of knowledge, period. So if I know French and you don't know French, in my, my mind, I'm not going to call you ignorant. I'm going to say you don't know. But it's a definition of ignorant. We can't because you don't know it. I come to you and I know a billion things about physics and you know absolutely nothing about it. Why would I have a conversation with you? It's falling on deaf ears. Every person in America is entitled, in the world for that matter, is entitled to their own opinion, period. Just because I'm not out looting in the streets I'm not protesting in the streets. I'm not showing tears and showing emotion on, on Facebook. Doesn't mean I care any less. That doesn't mean that. When the crowd turns off, I'm still the same person, period. I don't put on a show for anybody. I speak my truth. And again, my knows mine. What does my hair have to do with me being black? If I want to wear my hair straight every goddamn day of the week, that's my prerogative. It's my hair. What does that have to do with a black man dying on the street from a racist cop putting a knee to his neck? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this, Shimmy. My thing and... is, oh. you bring up a point that's irrelevant. Irrelevant. You're if right. The white man towards me, that man is racist towards me. And me personally, you can't come to me and say, well, our ancestors were raped. Absolutely they were. They were hung. Absolutely they were. But when I got raped, a black man raped me. Do you see what I'm saying? That doesn't make me any less black. And that does not make me love white people over black. 
anytime a white, I haven't had a white man call me a nigga to my face. A black man did. A black woman did. A black woman called me a bitch. I haven't experienced racism like most. I have not. I honestly have not. And I can say that. But I know people who have that I'm around. And it's sad. Just because it's not in my face doesn't mean I don't, don't know about it. I have a brother that got arrested for a murder or handcuffed and was attempted to be arrested for a murder he didn't commit. So don't tell me I'm not black. Wow. Because I don't wear my natural hair. You goddamn right I know. Because I don't want wow. to. Everybody knows I'm lazy. I don't have black children wow. for medical purposes, for medical reasons. I don't have children. It's not my fault. It's not my fault that I was taught to know more about this world and not just about black people and our ancestors being raped and killed. It's not my fault. If you weren't, learn for yourself. You don't have to stay stuck where you are because where you were raised. You choose to do that. Everything is a choice. Racist white people teach their children to be racist. Black people teach their children to be racist. If you don't want to be racist, you don't have to. And there are people choosing not to. Stop thinking because you lived in a house with a racist person. You have to stay there. Leave. It's the same across the board. Everybody has the right to choose the latter. You have your right to do that. You have the right to bear arms just like that white man has the right to bear arms. Unfortunately, black people may be arrested for a while. But stop thinking you can't change it. I don't vote because my vote don't matter. Maybe if you fucking voted, we would matter. If only three black people voting, how the fuck do you expect us to win if 500 million people voting? And the rest are not. We can't win that way. Black people getting killed in the past, that was the law. The law. When are we going to wake up as a people and understand your vote matters regardless of how you feel? We can't win that way. Getting killed in the streets or more innocent people getting killed in the streets, we don't win that way. Racist white people know if we kill more black people, we throw more black people in jail, our votes are the only ones that matter. We win. They kill the whole black population. They win. Think. Be smarter. Be 
smarter than the dumbass shit you see. Be smarter. I don't live in a bubble. So anybody that keeps saying I live in a bubble, you might as well get that out I don't live in a bubble. I choose to live in a world where people think and act like me with some sense. That's why I don't hang out in the hood. It's not because I hate black people. I hate stupid shit. The term, it came up. Guns don't kill. Stupid motherfuckers with guns kill people. It's simple. Think. Use the brain you have. Anybody can learn what I learned. Anybody can do what I do. You choose to do something else. You chose to kill that man. You chose to rob that bank. Those are your choices. That's why I'm not in jail. Better life. And luckily, it has kept me alive this far. What happened, I'm angry about it. Absolutely, I'm angry about it. That man did nothing to deserve what he got. Nothing. But because a cop is stuck in one frame of mind, he did what he did. If you go out and get killed for something you did, it's a tragedy. If you go out and get killed, you're innocent. It's the same tragedy. You die. It hurts more when it's an innocent person. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not just God's plan. So let's let's get. So, so Mo, I know, was about to um, say again, something um, on she was coming in on the tail end uh, of it all. Mo, what you got to say? Because Simi, you know, Simi has had, you know, had, it's been a week for her. So, so Mo, Mo, I know that you was used want to say something, but what, what you got? Well, what, what are you? Mo. Mo is on mute. Unmute yourself. Take yourself off of mute, Mo. Okay, so can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay, my only concern is if this person has been a friend of yours, you know, sometimes you have friends for reasons and for seasons. Time to let that person go. Because if you're not black enough now, that means you never were black enough. I mean, is your hair straight or kinky? Does that make you black? No. If you know all three, all wait, if you know all the stanzas of Lift Every Voice and Sing, does that make you black, more black? No. If your first, if your first um my my first uh 
uh, March. My mom took me out of fifth grade and I marched for the Wilmington 10. That don't make me no more blacker than someone else. It doesn't place me on a pedestal. At 17, I worked in Jesse Jackson's campaign, not just calling people, I was the coordinator. We won that county. That doesn't make me any blacker, any better than anyone else. You know, what, what, what needs to happen is the conversation about racism has to happen between blacks and whites. We need a moderator. We cannot have preachers because they all dead and buried and they want something. We can't, sorry about that, Q. We can't have celebrities because they trying to get a number of likes. We just have to have the conversation between ordinary people. And before we have a conversation about racism, we first have to define racism versus prejudice versus ignorance. See, and we all come from a perspective of prejudice. I prefer one to the other just because where I grew up. I prefer sweet tea. You put non-sweet tea on my, um, on my, and I'm in a restaurant, you put non-sweet tea in front of me and you, and I say, well, I need sweet tea. And then if you tell me, well, there's sugar on the table, we got an issue. See, I don't prejudge this person as a person who's ignorant so they ain't getting no tip. That's not right. We all come from a different perspective. Now, Shimmy, my only problem with you, your friend, and whatever has happened, squash it. It's over. Anyone who tells me I'm not good enough, I'm not black enough, I'm not pretty enough, guess what they are? They're not existing in my life anymore. That's it. They done took more than 15 minutes out of Shimmy's life. And she don't need to do that. That's just my perspective. And 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 this race situation, y'all acting like this man is the first man that got choked out. Y'all acting like this is the first shit. If y'all had done right by Trayvon Martin, there wouldn't have been a Sandra Bland. Y'all should have boycotted Skittles. Y'all should have boycotted Arizona iced tea. Y'all should have boycotted every damn major corporation out coming out of Florida. But all you're doing is going to Target and getting lamps and mannequins. All you're doing is you're going to tar- you you burning down shit. I mean, it's bad enough that the Crips and the Bloods fight over property that they mamas rent. They mamas rent. Not that they own. At least in North and South Korea, they fighting over freedoms. We can't even be free because we still intake, we still got that mindset that we're still slaves. Now I understand the importance of slavery. That wasn't nothing, that wasn't nothing nice. And I wouldn't have been a good slave. Cause I would either kill me two or three folk or I'd have killed myself. I'm that's just how I can't do confined places and I can't do a lot of hard labor. Anybody knows me know I can't do a lot of hard labor. See, I worked three jobs so I can get somebody to come clean my house. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And somebody can cut my grass. And somebody can wash my cars. So I'm letting you know now that the only way this is going to be squashed is to build black families. Get the fathers. Get the fathers in the household. And we have to reinvent ourselves. And then we can talk about racism, but you can't talk about that which you don't even understand. And that's why I hate when everybody's talking about, I'm so, I understand. <clears throat> I understand being upset. But 
we've always been upset. I'm still upset at Sandra Bland. I'm still upset at that. Y'all went in that woman's house, the wrong house, a no-knock warrant. You know you lied and said y'all 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 said who y'all were, identified yourselves, but you had a no-knock warrant. So that tells me right there that you lied eight times, eight times. And then a reporter out of Kansas City had to, uh, let me let me not get that one, not out of Kansas City, the one out of Kentucky had the nerve to say the girl had a spotty uh, job record. I hurried up and emailed her. I said, damn, she got shot eight times. What you doing trying to do the ninth bullet? I'm, if if y'all would have taken care of that, they would have changed police procedures. If y'all had taken care of Sandra Bland, I'm still trying to figure out how the hell a, a, a taillight gets you put in jail. And you don't have no outstanding warrants. So, Black America, if you listen, could you do something for me? Could you take care of your Black women? If you had taken care of Sandra Bland, there wouldn't have been the girl in Kentucky. If you had taken care of the girl in Kentucky, there wouldn't have been the boy in Minnesota. Seems like if you take care of us, we'll probably take care of you. I ain't looting for nobody. I like Target. I get my $5 off coupon every time. And uses it for the for the uh, for the pizza, but I'm telling you, you can't have you can't be upset about the racism and you don't know the definition, you don't know how to discuss it, and you don't have a plausible solution. The plausible solution for racism is to build your damn families up. Makes no makes no sense that you run around with three children and three baby daddies. Marry one of them. Shit, do the odds. You got three chances to get married. Shit, you got 33.3% chance. Am I right, Hendrix? I can't add like you, because you're an engineer. 33.3%. You got three baby daddies? Three. Three. And you ain't married to none of them? What's the problem? That's the breakdown Mo. of the family. And then for you to say, oh, well, you know, uh, you don't you don't have to marry people just because you have children. Well, damn it, you don't have to have children just because you haven't sex. And I didn't say the F word. Get your life straight. And why in the hell is the welfare system set up? Set up. That's what we got to fight. The welfare system. They give you more money if you're single with more children. They give you housing stipends. They give you more food stamps. No, change the food stamp system that you can't have all that processed food. I'm behind people in the grocery store, bags, huge. They got huge baskets. Me, I'm trying I'm trying to use coupons. Come on now. You got all that processed food and trying to figure out why everybody diabetic and why everybody, it, why you got more, look in the black neighborhoods or near the black neighborhoods and why you got more dialysis clinics. Why? Because you eat too much processed food. So now you need to do the food stamps, no processed food. Just like New York tried to do the sodas. New York knew what it was trying to do, but Coca-Cola is just too big for them. And while we own Coca-Cola, which we're not, but if you got a problem in Atlanta, then y'all got to start, y'all got to start boycotting. United States of America is built on not the freedoms, but on that dollar. So start boycotting. 
And I know T.I. said the boy gonna boycott July 7th. Negro. And there's a boycott thing about July 7th. But wait a minute, let me tell you what the problem with that is. July 4th is when everybody buys stuff for the 4th of July. So why don't you boycott the 1st through the 7th? Hell, you ain't gonna have no money anyway on the 1st of the month after you pay your mortgage. But then people on housing probably got some. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you want to make an impact and if you want to systematically change or alter racism, that dollar, because they respect the dollar, and that family foundation needs to change. Family foundations. Family Here, foundations. Mo, I will, Mo, let's let's take a couple of comments real quick. Let's take a couple of comments and then we'll we'll continue going. Sylvester says four seven <clears throat> million African Americans. The first thing to do is break down our issues by importance. Nobody wants to break it down because they will be shocked at the numbers, whether high or low. Whereas people have to become more educated with facts, not emotion. Our problems can be solved if we actually sit and and understand. That's what Sylvester says. That that's what Sylvester says. A, I agree with what he has uh, to say. I want to. Yeah, Sylvester's agreeing with you. Okay, we're agreeing this with you. Is, let's take let's take another comment real quick, and then and then um, Hendrix has something to say. Who did that? This Renee. I like this comment here. Yeah, Renee. She says, "Can we define racism after we are free?" Can we define what blackness is after the people who can see it pretty clearly take their knees off of our necks? Mm. Yeah. No, because I, and you, we I can't define racism after we're free. We can't. None you know why? It's the same thing people say. You can afford, you wait to afford children. If you ever waited to afford children, you would never have them. You cannot, you cannot wait. You cannot wait to define racism because Here. racism is going to change. Me and Reggie have all, Hendrix always have this uh, disagreement. I think there are only three races, but he says, sociological speaking, there are more than three. There's six or seven, right? We always have this right. debate. I say they're Negroes, Caucasoids, and Mongoloids because then I can break it down. You Asians, you white, and you black. That's it. But, 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 you got to understand racism is going to okay. change based on your mindset and, and take ethnicity out of it. People will say in a minute, if they hear somebody speaking Spanish, that they're Mexican. What the hell? And then they think Mexicans are brown. That is not a race. Yeah. You got white Mexicans and black Mexicans. But until you understand the language and until you have a good foundation of educational system, which goes back to a firm foundation of the family, you're screwed. So you can't come to me just like I can't go to uh, Shimmy and talk about physics. Now, I can talk about statistics, analysis, craps, credit, debt, all day long, and she can't fade me. But I don't care if that wheel go down that thing. I don't care if it go up that thing. I don't care where that wheel go. I just know that when it's going around, I can always bet on black. And if I got two dice, it's going to hit the back of that thing and I'm going to get either in the field or not. But I'm telling you, people trying to make this too complicated. It's simple. Get your shit together, Black America. 
and then you get your money straight and everybody will come begging to you because you are motherfucking consumers and that's that's what i got to say today the one who has the money rules ask the agents or what when you go get your nails done ask them on every corner ask them okay i'm sorry in the hood in the hood and they don't live there so i Mo, this is this is one of the few times where you I agree? think I agree with you to a certain extent. Oh God! And and just just hear me out, Mo. Um, I understand, and this is where we as a black community have to get past Mo. Your way of solving the problem is valid. It can make an impact. Absolutely. But is that going to be the only thing that makes an impact? No. It can have residual ripple effects. Absolutely. But it's not going to be the silver bullet. There is not one silver bullet. And that's what I'm saying. We have to attack this thing from multiple angles at one time. You're right. We have to build our family structure back up. Right. Um, But at the same time, if you're in a situation, does that mean that we leave those people behind? You see what I'm saying? So, yes, you have to build up the black family. Yes, you have to get the, the homes together. Absolutely. But what about the people that don't have the ability to do that? You know what I'm saying? You, what about those? Do, no, everyone wait, has that, and that's what I'm saying. Everyone has that, that's what I'm, That's what I'm saying, Mo. You have but. You can't attack this. You have to have leadership in every different aspect. There cannot be one leader. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll be quiet because I, yes. I'm, I'm. I agree with you. Yes. Okay. Let's, let let me say this real quick. Uh oh. I hope Reg is okay. Like you know, we all been struggling with this uh, emotionally this whole week. All four of us have. And so, you know, that's been something particularly that we all have to kind of to do what we need to do. Um, Sylvester, go ahead and ask your question, man. We wait for your question. Um, let me say this, y'all. I'm, well, I want to ask this question. I hate Reggie, can't see, but I think he can hear. Um, so are the riots necessary? Are the riots yes. necessary? Okay, yes. message of uh, Minneapolis, Minneapolis is, is of course, downtown Minneapolis, damn near halfway destroyed. It's by some of the pictures and posts that I have received. Um, my people out there in St. Paul out there. And so, um, you know, are they necessary? Yes. Sammy, what you think? You think we, we need to, we, this, is this a radical, is uh, this radical, that's what we need to do when it comes to so to maybe getting particularly this, this this is my opinion rioting when people are angry they tear shit up a black mama when she mad at all her kids what she do she beat everybody ass right in the house right when she angry and upset because y'all ain't listening while she was calm she had to tear it up my thing is with the rioting I'm not against you protesting. I'm not. Now, 
violence only gets more violence, right? Violence begets more violence, right? Peace may sometimes still get you more uh, more violence sometimes. And this is just my opinion. This is my opinion. Don't take what I say to fact. But if you're in the black, if you live in an all black neighborhood and you have one police station, one target, one Walmart, one shoe, you know, shoe store. If you go in there and tear all the shit up, those people have insurance. And guess what? They're going to take that insurance money and do what? Move to a different neighborhood. They're not going to rebuild that target right there. They're not going to rebuild that police station right there. And now you have elderly people in your community, black, white, green, blue, yellow, that they can't call the police that's in the station right there that was in your neighborhood. If they need an ambulance and you don't tow it all up, they could be in the midst of dying. And now the closest one near to them is 45 minutes. Don't tear up the shit in your neighborhood. But they're not tearing up in the neighborhood. They're going you downtown. You can protest all you want without tearing shit up. But they, but, but it's if, not in their neighborhood. If it was downtown? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Okay. If it's not in their neighborhood, I get Okay, I understand that. But if it's in, I'm talking about you tearing up shit in your neighborhood. Yeah, no, no, you see what I'm saying? What sense does that make? And even if it was downtown, you have elderly people that live downtown. Nah. And they still got to wait on somebody to come. You know what I'm saying? It's real bad because the post so, office had to close down the post office. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that welfare check that you waiting on in the mail, if you still getting a paper check, which I know they don't probably do that anymore, but if you waiting on a welfare check, your, your postal service is closed. Yeah. There is a way to protest and have your voice heard without tearing everything up. There's a way to You're do right. that. You're right. But see, okay. And, and it goes back to it, let, it let goes me, back to so thinking. See, that that's the thing and I, i'm like reggie i'm like almost borderline like done i'm i'm almost borderline i'm almost there because this is ridiculous we shouldn't have to be spending time talking about how to keep our people safe I'm just, y'all, I am, I'm deeply upset because it just seemed like we have to resort to such lowness to, to, to get our voices heard, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, I say, all oh, down, God damn it, break it down, tear it up. We need to take the justice system and completely break it down. And, and just and scrap it all and start all over. That's a part of me. That's a part of me. But the other side of me, I'm thinking like my nephew, the police officer, my cousin, that I have family that bleed blue too. And so they are not bad people. 
You know, I got good, good white friends. I got people, we all know people that support massive ass, that are different ethnicities, different, different backgrounds, lawyers, TV reporters, comedians. Y'all, we, we are so blessed. But I'm just, I'm just like Reggie. I'm, I'm almost there because I'm just so tired of laying down at nighttime and wondering if the next day it's going to be my day to get shot by somebody that's looking at me because I'm the wrong kind of car. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just over it. You know, I'm just, I want to tear some shit up too. I really, really do. But we're going to have to figure but out Q, how to stand together at the end of the day. We, and, and, and what you're saying is true. Go ahead. Don't hold it. Don't hold it in. Get mad. You know, you, you have that right to be mad, be furious, be angry, but don't be so angry to the I point that innocent, I'm more angry. innocent people, you know what I'm saying? Don't get to the point to where we're killing more innocent people. You see what I'm saying? And, and I've had yeah. so many people in the midst of this that have cast me down not just but being a mother and a hair but my voice of saying to go vote i had again i have a brother that's a cop and was attacked about that 95 percent of cops are all bad and corrupt were you there when my brother turned a blind eye you know for sure that he turned a blind eye why can he not be part of the five percent why does what you say have to be the end all be all? We have to stop speaking in general terms. And yes, in a situation like this, we tend to speak in general terms, always. I've called myself speaking in general terms before and had to come back and apologize for it because that's not what I meant. And to me, it's not being an Uncle Tom it's not being a coon, you know, over there cooning with, with the white people. It's not that. We have other ethnicities on our side. We have them on our side. Absolutely. I've had a billion, not really a billion, but I've had a billion people, like you said, like Reggie said, hit me up on the phone. Friend, are you okay? It's so bad that people can't see your heart. I've had tons of calls, tons of inboxes. You know what I'm saying? And then you tell me your good white friends ain't standing up for you because they not commenting on this post. The people that disagree with me didn't comment on this post. You did. If they didn't agree with what I said, they scrolled on by. But no, you want to start a riot. You want to be a Facebook warrior and hide behind the phone. I invite you to talk about it and you say, why would I come on your show so that you can be heard? You're accusing me of attacking, of attacking you. Confront your accuser. Let it be known that I'm such a bad person. If that's what you feel. Oh, what they, I can stand up for my opinion. Go ahead, mom. You want to hide and be a coward behind Facebook. I'm sorry. Oh no no, I'm good. But go what, ahead, mom. What, 
what we're not. And then what we'll do, we'll take a more couple more comments, and then they, they, we, we're going to jump off. But uh, go ahead, mom. Okay. I'm listening. No, I, I mean, Shimmy, I feel your pain and I feel your hurt because you have been berated and belittled by someone who you believe to be, you know, a friend who's known you for a long time. But I say this with love, respect, and Adam admiration. Tell him to kiss your ass. Because if I see another post with you doing this stuff and talking this stuff, and I keep saying I'm confused, they get nothing. If it, I, I don't have black friends or white friends. I just have friends. I don't have black friends or white friends. When I had that, um, when I had that blowout today, my friends commented. Talk, one said, "I Elaine talking about." I can be there. I can be there in t 10 minutes. I can be there. I'm like, well, I'm thank you very much. But, you know, this white man from East Texas, rural, I'm sure there was Confederate flags flying somewhere. I'm sure he had a tattoo. But when he fixed my flat, he didn't say, oh, I'm not going to fix that nigger's flat. No. You know what he said? He said, well, do you have a spare? And I was like, oh, you do need that, don't you? Didn't charge me a penny, but you know, I rolled my limp, limp thing to the Wells Fargo, got him some money and brought it back. That's race relations right there. Y'all, y'all got, we got to be better than pointing our fingers and, and, and you got to delve deep and stop being so easy. So your little two, two buck, two penny friend ain't no friend at all. So you know what? Cut them. But like I said, I don't have black friends. I don't have white friends. I got friends. I got friends on the East she's Coast. She's not. She's not even a person I consider a friend. She's listen an associate to, I used to work with. Listen to this old woman. <laughs> Let's clear that up. Listen to this old woman. Don't you waste another minute, another keystroke on somebody that's not uplifting you. Do you hear me? Because if yes, I see another post like that, if I hear another thing about this, I'm going to cuss you smooth out online. I believe online, it. <laughs> and I'll call you. Because when you waste your time like that, you can't get it back. And there's ignorance. And the Bible says something. Hey, tell them about what the Bible says. Yeah. Your, your eyes and your ears or something. Something comes in. I don't know. He, he know the Bible better than me. Don't waste your time. Life is too short. You are 100 years old, right? Dion De Cole said, if you are at least 40 years old, you only got 30 more summers. 30 more summers. Listen to that. So you 100 years old. So you you in negative. So don't waste your time no more with somebody don't give a damn about you. And I better not hear nothing about And I better not see nothing. You better block me from all the messages because I swear I go. I, you know, I only get three hours of sleep and then I go smooth off on you. Because I ain't got nothing else to do. Y'all heard it here first. Mo said, I don't get to post nothing else. Back to the jokes. Thank you. <laughs> Back to the jokes. Yes, ma'am. Back to the jokes. Now, Back now, to the jokes. And you know what? And let me say this, y'all. What I was going to say is, is that uh, we get a lot of comments. And I think we need to address some of them uh, before we get yes. off. Because I definitely want our, our uh, fans that are following us and everybody, please. Make sure you share this broadcast. Make sure you like us and follow us on our Mash Gas Entertainment. And make sure you like us on Facebook at Mash Gas. We're on Instagram, Snapchat. Actually, we are live on YouTube as we. And so, if you are on YouTube, 
share this broadcast. Make sure you go on down there and click subscribe so you can know that when we are on uh, live or when we are posting different videos on our YouTube channel. So let's let's address a couple things, y'all, because this is a great show. Uh, again, everybody, for, for those that asked, uh, the best asked a second ago, my boy Hendrix, he's watching, uh, but, you know, we're still in an emotional thing, you know, so right now. So y'all keep Hendrix lifted in your thoughts and your prayers. He's, he's getting it together, but um, we all are off right now. And uh, we're just trying to get um, ourselves back to some kind. Let's read these comments real quick. Uh, thank you, Renee uh, Muhammad, for watching. Uh, uh, if it's your first time watching this, please definitely tune in again and make sure you share uh, this broadcast as well. Uh, let's see. Um, let me see. Uh, uh, who had a good comment? Uh, uh, that was Arbor's comment. Let's read what Arbor had to say. Let's see what Arbor had to say. Arbor says, I agree. It's not all of them. It's just, it's just like, um, it's just like not all of them killing black people get that right however as a whole we are lumped in and until they stop sitting on the side they are all lumped in too for the most part i have friends and family who are cops so i know good ones i even work for the sheriff's department thank you arbor for your your comment uh i sure appreciate it but i i agree you know we definitely need to make sure that everybody needs to say something this is just not an issue no more this is everybody's issue because if you can see i'm tell you something i know i've been talking about this ever since it happened but listen if uh i'm sorry everybody that all our white friends you know we love you but if white if a white woman can get up and and throw the law in the governor's face i don't give a damn what you got to say about somebody black I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, that's, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Okay, real quick, uh, uh, what we got here? Uh, let me see, who was that? Ramel says that we need to uh, break the system, just test ship strategically. I agree with you. I agree. We need to. She just needs to fall down strategically. Certain things just needs to come down strategically, right? Mo, I like this comment. You probably, I probably want you to uh, um, answer this comment real quick. Uh, hold on, let me find that comment. We got a lot of them on here. Oh wow, let me see. Uh, let me see. I guess not. I guess not. But Mo, let me say this. Mo, I agree with you on so many different levels. We're talking about the family unit, the family dynamic, the way that we think um the way that we perceive uh um racism to be i think that we have to work on ourselves and and listen everybody that's out there that's listening that's watching you know let's let's consider you know each other and let's consider our feelings let's consider our emotions y'all listen please talk to somebody talk to your pastor talk to anybody you need um to get what you need because at the end of the day what it's all about is it's all about us trying to push through and survive and stick together best we can you know best we can and i just want to encourage everybody to do that check on your people you know and just make sure that that we're okay deidre mo says that she agrees that with the protesters but don't tear up your community right um right. um when she's talking about 
the yeah. riots. Now I, I sent y'all some some Twitter messages. I sent I sent some Twitter messages to y'all, uh, some videos where they will they uh they messed up Indianapolis pretty damn bad. Y'all, is is this this is my last question for the night? And I definitely would love to hear comments from everybody that's watching. Do you think that this is the beginning? of a race war in this country and i'm talking about a physical race war i'm talking about civil war ripple effect down through the states people are being killed they're saying not dying anymore and start looting and tearing shit up you think that this is going to become a ripple effect hold on mo wait mo wait 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 only i'm asking that question because y'all do know what uh that uh Orlando, was just two years ago in Minneapolis. Just two years ago in Minneapolis. These people fed up. They they have had it up to here. They they have created and, and emptied the police station downtown. They have burned down homes. Now they they didn't mess with the university because the university said that they will not no longer deal with any law enforcement on their campus. So the university is intact. So, do y'all think that this is the beginning of a revolt? Yes, I believe it's the beginning. However, as a black community, I don't think we have enough resources to go against everybody else. I don't think we have the money. I don't think that we have the equipment to do it. It is the beginning and it seems like it's starting on that path. I just don't think we have the resources or enough resources to win it. Okay. Mo, what you what you think? Well, <clears throat> I disagree. You know how I know we got the resources? Because, listen to this, Shimmy. Before, have you read The Art of War? I'm going to give you a copy. That's a good book. It's a, That's a good book. I've if you book. want to defeat your enemy, book. well, first you got to find, you know, know your enemy. But it, it's a really good book, and it's one that you have to, you just don't read it the first time. It's like a Bible. I mean, it really is. Um. What I want you to do is listen to what you're not hearing. Does that make any sense? Shimmy, I'm talking to you. Yes. Look up. Oh. Okay. Listen to what you're not hearing. Have you heard from any so-called black leaders? Have you heard from the, the, the Al Sharptons? He, he's not even trying to get a check on this. Have you heard from Minister Farrakhan? Does Jesse Jackson count? Jesse he was on too, TMZ. He's too sick. Yes. He's got parts. Yes, I have. He's so sick. Yeah. You you have not heard? Yes, from I have. Al Sharpton? But I haven't heard all of it. Okay, listen to this. 
Listen to this. You haven't heard the so-called black leadership come out because what they're doing is they're laying in wait. They're first allowing the Republicans and the rhinos, Republicans in name only, to duke it out. And then from the fallout, then they will pounce. It's going to be a long, hot summer. And I even posted that. It's going to be a long, hot summer. People are angry. People are mad. And people have just been de have been devalued. They have seen how much America doesn't think enough of them with their jobs. The so-called frontline workers are the ones who are paid the lowest wages. And they saw how they were treated. Other people saw that their worth was nothing in this capitalism society. So it's not going to be black and white. It's going to be poor versus rich. And it's, it, it, we've right. got the resources. We've got the resources. Just listen to what's not yeah. being said or who you're not hearing <laughs> from. And that tells you a lot. They are working. They have been working on this since Obama left. They are working because they saw it coming. Because they saw that he got 19,000 death threats a day. A day. The assassination attempts on him. They, they are working. They are working. And they and you can look at look at the ATF records, how many black people have CHLs now. It's increased by 200 percent and how many guns we are now purchasing. And we're not purchasing, well, purchasing from gun shows and things like that. We really don't go to the gun shows. We get ours from Dick's Sporting Goods. Jimmy, read, read Renee's comment for me. She said, can you see it? The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has been teaching for more than 50 years. Reverend Al Sharpton has been on the front lines and time again, Reverend Jackson too. We don't need for really, or really want to follow another leader. We need unity and discipline. Now we do, we do, we do need unity and discipline, but these three who you've named have not come out to say what can be done, what should be done because they're not given an olive branch. They are working within the various communities and they have a strategy. Mm -hmm. And we are starting to see the strategy evolve through social media, through our media, through our, th through many entities, the black newspaper, National Association of Black Journalists. Everyone has a part to play and they're going to start with July 7th with the blackout. That's one facet of it. Oh, but they're, 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 it's, it's going to happen. And, and the reason it's going to happen, Shimmy, and be so successful is just like what you said, because we're not in this alone. We're going to have our white brothers and sisters and our Asian brothers and sisters. And we're going to be better for it because the Asians found out that they can't make any money without us. They knew it all along. But six weeks with, with uh, no black women going to get their uh, nails done and not buying no hair. You know what them Asians said? We got to align ourselves with the money. The Koreans, the Japanese, and the Chinese said we got to align ourselves with the money. The Vietnamese said 
all we're doing is manufacturing clothes now from Mexico. So we got to align ourselves with the money. And they said, you know what? Them black folk got the money. They knew it in theory, but they didn't know it until seven weeks went by and they couldn't pay their mortgages and they couldn't pay, couldn't feed their families. And then there, there's not enough rice for real in the stores. So we got it, Shimmy. We just have to yeah. make certain that we huh. as a community will not falter. We have to have our eyes on the prize. So, I mean, and, 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 and that ends the reading of the word. I'm sorry. I, I was preaching. I'm sorry. But I had a little sweet tea because you know how I get with the sweet tea? Oh, Lord. Listen, I'm everybody. Sorry, Listen, everybody. Thank you so much for watching on tonight. We really, really appreciate you guys watching on tonight, commenting on tonight. Um, y'all, it's, it's it's been a hard week. Let's let's keep each other uplifted. I'm um, and let's do our best to check on one another. Please stay safe in these streets out here. You know, please make sure that you, you know, you're remembering that we got coronavirus to deal with on top of all this stuff. Keep yourself safe and all that good stuff. Now, before we leave, if there's any way that any one of us can muster up something encouraging to say, I'm always down to give some encouraging words. So, Miss Simmy, you had the week. So, this, this is to you. I'm going to go first. I'm going to send this to you. Always remember that you were created to be completely different from the next person. Just because that there was someone that does not like your aesthetic, they may not like your hair, they may not like your skin, they may not even like the way that you talk. It doesn't matter because you were uniquely designed to reach people that God made you to reach. And because you are uniquely designed, that means that there is no one else like you Please understand that you are beautiful, strong, you are loving, you are appreciated, and an understanding note from a black man to his black sister, a black queen, that I love you and know that you're going to go many, many places because of your emotion and your tenacity. And know only stepping stone, number one, and we are on our way to number two. Mo, your turn. Well, you said it so great, so wonderfully. You uplifted us, preacher. You uplifted us. You did it. But anyway, like I was saying, you got to know that you're enough. That's it. You got to know you're enough. Black, white, green, yellow, you are enough. And if those people don't think you're enough, then guess what they do? You kick them to the side. You are enough. Even at my maybe... 121 pounds that you know i'm thinking that's you know speaking and it shall come you know i'm trying to tell people you are enough shimmy now now go ahead say something hey q tell shimmy to say something go ahead miss shimmy it's your turn <laughs> so y'all know wow. i'm on a bit of delay I don't know why I'm on a bit of delay. I'm on a bit of delay. So my smile after your smile, that just know I was on a delay. Okay. But um yes, I agree with y'all. I am enough. And that was my point to that person. I am enough. You can't tell me I'm not enough. You know, my thing is 
is that me being enough interrupted your spirit so much to make you belittle me to think that I'm not enough. And guess what? My checks ain't stopped. I'm still on this podcast. I was a guest on another podcast last night. I'm another guest on another podcast come Monday. So that's proof enough in my eyes every day that I am enough. I have enough people that love me enough outside of myself to be more than just being a black woman that doesn't have kids, that doesn't wear her natural hair all the time. So I'm enough. Q, you're enough. Oh, you're enough. Hendrix, you're enough. Y'all already know y'all enough. Shit, y'all got more confidence than me, and I think I'm the finest thing walking the street. So, bless your heart. I mean, it's, Absolutely. it's, it's enough. And it's unfortunate Absolutely. that Mo, I'm not playing with you. What? You know, it's just unfortunate. It's just unfortunate that as a race of people, someone who says they're enough is really not enough to where you have to try to belittle another black and try to make her feel like she's not enough. says a lot about you so i hope we can overcome all of this eventually one day i don't know if it's going to happen in the lifetime that i'm in i don't know if it's going to happen in the next lifetime i don't know take it one day at a time Again, I will live on purpose. I will live out loud and all up in your. Okay. Okay. So, so everybody, listen, this has been our show. Do me a favor. Make sure you catch us right here on Monday night for MTG Monday Night Madness with Miss Shimmy down now, right, right there. Her. That lady right there, Michelle. <laughs> She's gonna be Monday night madness on Tuesday night. She get a break. Wednesday, hopefully my boy Hendricks is gonna be on back on up to what? the happy Wait, hour. What? What happened? Go back. Your MTG happy hour, hump that happy hour. And so what happens is that um, home Shimmy, and um, he's gonna be back to normal. Thursday night is MTG after dark. Listen. If you missed After Dark last night, <laughs> you missed it. <laughs> Go ahead and catch the episode. We'll do another watch. Also, on Fridays, catch us right here. MTG Crew, all five or four of us, will be right here on Facebook. So we'll go ahead and uh, keep it pushing. And before we leave, what you got? You on mute, Jimmy. You on mute? I don't know. If she on. She d- delayed. I'm not on mute. I just had my hand up. I was waiting for the delay to catch up. Waiting on the delay to catch up. <laughs> so there's a, a a new breaking story that there has been some new violence in Atlanta and Houston. I am researching that story, but it just came across my newsfeed. Also, they uh, well, enough um, breaking sure uh, news is that they uh, attacked the CNN building in uh, Minneapolis and uh, building. Uh, looking at CNN right now, the CNN building has been uh, 
they are messing with CNN. They like that. So, everybody, that's been our show. We'll see you guys on next weekend. You guys, I mean, on next week, you guys have a great and wonderful day. Thank you for your comments. Again, share this broadcast. Visit, visit us on our website, social media outlets, all that good stuff. We'll see y'all later. We are waving goodbye to you. Have a good night, and we'll see you on the flip side. Peace out, homies. Da 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 da